Hey guys, this is Joy. And this is Claire. Hello. Welcome to mid-February. I like how we do a date update every single time. Like people aren't also able to look at a calendar. It just feels like... Well, we have to do it for our brains. It's really not for them. It's for us. Because I always have to be like, where am I? What am I talking? This has nothing to do with you guys. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's like, where am I in space? What day is it? What are we referencing? What's going on? What pop culture moments are big? What just happened? How is everything going? But you know, yeah, February 14th is uh, was yesterday as of the live drop of this episode. But we're recording this on Monday. We hope you had a fun Guess what I'm doing. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? We're going to Casa Bonita. You're going to Casa Bonita? Yes, we're going to Casa Bonita. Um, So if you don't know, it is a landmark in Colorado. It is a restaurant that, I mean, it's been around, we could Google how long it's been around, forever. It is known for its kind of quirky, think of like the original medieval times without the medieval and without without the jousting. But just it is Mexican Casa food. Bonita, but it's not Mexican themed necessarily. They they no, it's got cliff divers and cl- vaguely Mexican food. Just super campy, kitschy, so kitschy, fun. And it's in a strip mall. <laughs> strip mall that's on Colfax, which is the longest road somewhere, maybe it's in Colorado. The, it's and then the longest non-highway road in America. The longest continuous non-highway road in America. That is I knew there was a fun fact. Doesn't, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't impact Casa Bonita. It's like no. in this random strip mall, and it's an enormous like it looks like. Just a, Google it, everybody. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a big Spanish mission, but it's yes. bubblegum pink, mm-hmm. and there is a famous South Park episode about it, and it's a real place. It traditionally has served such marginal food and been like, you really would just go there for like the campiness of it. And what, Mm -hmm. two years ago, they shut it down and the owners of like the creators of the show South Park bought it and have like been rehabbing it and they reopened it, what, over the summer? Yep. And it's been revamped with better food. The outside was repainted. They just kind of, I don't know if they necessarily changed a lot because the wonderful thing about Casa Bonita is just everything that is already Casa Bonita. So you don't really need to change much, but I, they just kind of gave it an an upgrade, a facelift. So the whole point of the story is in order to get into Casa Bonita these days, because it's so popular to get in since the revamp, you had to get on a wait list to be invited to come in. So we just barely, we've been on a wait list since it opened. We just barely got the invite to schedule. So now we scheduled for, well, we're going Tuesday night, but we're calling it our Valentine's Day date. And I think hilarious. it's perfect because... That is so perfect. I am so down with Casa Bonita. I can't... I've never been for the, as long as I've lived here. I've heard so much about it. We live right around the corner from it. And it is just... Yeah, it's in a very interesting... Colfax, if you live in Colorado, you kind of know Colfax for. It's very... Eccentric. Eccentric crowd that it attracts for all how many miles that it extends. <laughs> That's so funny. Can't it, go on Colfax without raising an eyebrow. You're like, yeah, okay. It was, all right. I'm curious. I really want to know how it goes. I know people like a lot of people that I work with have been and they're like, yeah, I mean, it's still Casa Bonita. Like it's still I, I have only ever been there one time in college for a friend of a friend, like my college boyfriend had a friend who had a two-year-old 
and we went for her son's second birthday, but it was basically just like a bunch of college kids and then like an, and one single toddler. Looking back, it was like, okay. But they require you to buy food. I don't know if they still do, but that was the thing is like you stand in a line that feels like you're waiting to get on an amusement park ride and you go through the line and have to order your crappy food, then you can get in. Because you can't just like go. I mean, people would go in. It's like a. It's such just like a spectacle. So let us. It's know a how spectacle it goes. that they want. Right. It's kind of like a comedy club where people you like. They got to make their money somehow. You can't just go sit. Anyway. Right. So, that's what I mean. You can't just like sit there and drink like two dollar Coronas and watch the cliff diving show. You got to buy your like crappy taco salad. Yeah. Girls mm-hmm. got to eat. Girls they got to eat. eat. So it is very exciting. I'll post a lot of pictures and I'll be sure to give y'all the update of. Casa Bonita. But if you come here and you're like, what should I do in Colorado? I mean, I don't know if they're going to have a wait list forever, but if you can make it to Casa Bonita, that is. And then go over to Red Rocks because that's just a hop, skip, and a jump down the road. So it's an iconic experience. It is an iconic. Lindsay asks, is everyone pro or anti Valentine's Day and specifically going out to dinner on the day? I'm, mm. I feel kind of neutral about it. I think it's fun. We do like little Valentine's Day bags sort of akin to an Easter basket for Valentine's Day. Let's also put it in perspective that the Easter baskets we do are really small. So I'll get, I got them like a Pez. My kids freaking love Pez. Like who doesn't love a Pez dispenser? Who doesn't so love a them, Pez dispenser? Right. Yeah. A Pez dispenser. The like Valentine's edition of the Nerds gummies. I'm obsessed with the Nerds gummies. They'll each get probably like a little book or something. And so they'll have that. And then we are not going out for Valentine's Day this year. Brandon and I, it's kind of hit or miss. I like, I feel like I don't hate an excuse for a date night though. That's kind of my, my view on it is who can't use another excuse for a date night. But I do think the like hypiness of it can really set people up for failure. But I feel that about all holidays. I think I used to be a little more bitter when I was in my 20s and single. But at the same time, I would always just go out with my girlfriends and we'd have a really good time. I'll never forget going out to dinner with one of my best friends. Early 20s, we were both single. And I think that's I think actually that's the most fun time to go out because you're kind of in this place of like, I'm going to, you're like empowered and like screw a holiday that's about people coupling up and I just want to go have a good time. So it that's fun to, to kind of hate on it. I think that's, there's a time and place for it. And then we were at dinner and we had this wonderful meal. It kind of reminds me of the Sex and the City episode where, and I think it's the movie where uh, Miranda and Carrie go to dinner and there's like balloons everywhere. So we were like sitting at this table. We had this wonderful, huge meal and the waiter comes up and he's like, surely you don't have room for a dessert after that. And we were both like, you're not getting a tip, sir. (laughs) How dare you? Do not food shame me ever, let alone for eating my food. Ever, 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 ever. Ever. Do you get kind of weird about like, well, we, that's a tangent. We'll go on that later. It, it has something to do with ordering. I'm not going to forget it. But anyway, Valentine's Day, great, wonderful. Uh, you know, we could sit here and be like, let's hate on it. Let's love on it. Whatever makes you happy. And I think it's just fun to celebrate people. So let's just do a day of celebrating people. And if you don't have, if you're not like in a partnership, pay for a coffee for a stranger. You know, there's nothing wrong with putting love out into the world. Totally. Lord knows we need that right now. There is also a side chat going on in the chat, in our side chat about the fresh hell that is trying to buy Valentine's for your kid's class and how they absolutely never come in the right number. So the Valentine's normally come in like packs of 16. And Brianna was saying she has her kid has 18 people in the class. So now you have to buy like a whole other pack just for to get those two extras. We yeah. have 72 
Valentine's because just like the way the math worked out, we, Brandon and I bought them separately and didn't like know how many the other person had already bought. So we both bought 36. So I guess they must come in a pack of 18. So maybe you should get the Mario Kart ones because they come in a pack of 18. But I also buy Valentine's the day that like the first day I notice them at Target, I buy them immediately because the good ones sell out and they don't. The good ones sell them. out. So we yeah. get the fun dip ones. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves a fun dip. Love a fun dip. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. And like, did you like the stuff that like literally just gives you canker sores, but it's yes. so good. Yeah. You're like burns just, your tongue off. literally like, just sugar. sugar. You're just straight and then, sugar, just shoveling sugar into your mouth with a spoon made of other sugar. Yeah, but then the spoon was really, I, I wanted to eat the spoon because it's edible, obviously, but then it was so not satisfying because it just tastes like this very stale piece of chalk after yes, eating all that sugar. Absolutely. And I was like, oh, that was kind of a letdown, but you like can't not eat it. You can't not eat it. It's so true. Yeah, Fun Dip is like a whole, it's a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, we... Can we... <laughs> what? Can we talk about... <laughs> I'm sorry, there's just so many tangents. Can we talk about how we really want to buy the jumbo pack of Pop-Tarts? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of like things that come in the wrong sizes, Joy sent a text to our group text with me and Jess and Joy two weeks ago and was like, I'm at Costco yeah. and I just have this like irrational thing every time I go where I see this jumbo pack of Pop-Tarts and I just want to buy it even though I know I'm not going to eat them. And I was like, okay, this exact same thing also happens to me. I walk every past the Pop-Tarts time. and I'm like, oh man, Pop-Tarts. That just sounds, that sounds so, so good, good right now. Maybe I need like 110 Pop-Tarts. A hundred. There's so many of there's them. So, I don't do this at a grocery store. No. Never at a grocery store. Never. Why when do I, see I Pop-Tart- only want Pop-Tarts no. if they come at 110 at a time? Just to have the entire bulk of them sitting in your house. And yeah. it's just is so irrational. Look, I'll eat a Pop-Tart. It's not about like, oh, no. I can't have that. It's not a diet culture thing. It's just more of like, what am I going to do with a hundred? Like, I, I'm not going to consume not that Pop-Tarts many. at every meal. Right, right, right. And even if I, even if, even I know they probably stay good sure, for five, five years. Yes. <laughs> but like also not what I want to be. But also, I don't want to have like, a, anyway, it feels wasteful. So I was like, it's but I not, just have this right. desire, this strong desire to buy this huge, it, it just looks so tempting. Every time I walk by and I'm like, oh, Pop-Tarts, yeah. And it's like kind of in the, you're in like the fourth quarter of your Costco visit when you see them and you are just like ready to get Always. out of there. Yes. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, a Pop-Tart would be so good right now. So good right now. Yeah. They should just, you know what? They should have, they should sell them at the end of yeah, your just like Costco one, trip. In, yeah. Instead of a hot dog, yeah. you get a Pop-Tart. Exactly. And Jess was like, this is weirdly also something I experienced. Like this very specific, yes, when I am at Costco, I am suddenly overcome by the urge to buy a ginormous crate of Pop-Tarts. I was just at Target. I came, I went to Target directly before recording this because I dropped my kids off it, a little bit early because I needed nail polish remover because of our nail polish thing. Also slices of American cheese. Anyway, but as an, for as an example, I don't go to Target and see a normal size box of Pop-Tarts and think like, yeah, Pop-Tarts, I'm getting this. No, it only Never. happens. It's only with the yeah, crate of Pop-Tarts. I don't know. So we did decide that we were going to kind of like maybe just divide and conquer and be like, hey, yeah, we're all just, gonna just we're going to do it and gonna we're going to share. Yeah, and we're going to share. We'll split them up between all of our all of our friend groups. But yeah, uh, if you want a pop tart, that's what we're giving out for Valentine's Day, I guess. <laughs> Lindsay said, "Remember when Costco P- PB two is that what it was? PB two, yeah, yeah used to excite joy. Butter. The powder peanut butter. Oh my gosh, I still think about when we did the whole thirty and we would do the voice memos, and I would always record the vo- the voice memos when we were walking around Costco, or I was walking around Costco like with this little headset microphone thing, and I would just be talking through." what we were eating and what we were going through. And I will never forget 
This is these are such sad days, guys. This is what diet culture does to you. I remember being like, I can eat apples now. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't just eat apples with- on macros because it was too, too many carbs. Right. You were like worried about wasting your carbs and you wanted to eat cereal instead. I remember yeah, talking about totally. that constantly. You were like, what do I do with all my carbs? And I was like, what do I, I run out of fat so quickly. And you were like, no, give me your, I'll take your carbs. You can have my fat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Do you, yeah. And then I, I remember when we did the whole 30 and you were eating like actual peanut butter and you were like, wow, I did not realize how crappy I have felt for the last year doing macros because I have just been eating food like products in order to hit I, my I macros. Was, I was eating literal chemicals to just fill my stomach. It yeah. was, and, and I'm not saying like judgment against food products no, per se, but just I like actually, the things that I, the things that I would only quote unquote allow myself yes. to eat were things I was so hungry on these macros you that I was like, using them to like, like, I wasn't, for example, I think PB2 <laughs> goes great in a smoothie. I think it blends better than real peanut it, butter. Way it's, better than, like, yeah. It's a more bang for your buck if you're mixing But I'm not it crying with happiness when no. I see it at Costco anymore. But I actually like, pass by and I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound good to me. If I'm using PB2, <laughs> it's because like it's going to work better in what I want versus because I can't have the macros in real right. peanut butter. Because of the macros. Yeah. I will also say I'm not a doctor, but PB2 was perfect for introducing my kids to peanuts. I like mix a little oh, peanut in yogurt. Yeah. Because peanut butter is so sticky. Yeah. And you know, now they say, I don't know, I'm not going to even pretend to say it because I'm going to like mess somebody up and some ki- some kid's going to get a peanut allergy because of me. But they're saying like the earlier you introduce allergens, the better other, you know, there's certain things that doesn't apply for. So check with your sure. pediatrician. But if you are someone who's like, I want to introduce peanuts, I can't quite figure out a, like a baby friendly way to do that. A little bit of PB2 and a little bit of yogurt did the trick for us. It was great. Yeah, I mean, I was... Oh, Lindsay says, I use PB2 in Ninja Creamy concoctions. Have you seen this Ninja Creamy situation? No, what is it? What? No, no idea. It's basically just, they took the Ninja Blender and like moved the angle on it. So now it makes ice cream. (gasps) But it makes, it actually makes like blizzards. Like it... Oh my God, I love a blizzard. I think I've said this many times in the 10 years we've been doing this, but anytime I'm sick... Or when I was at the ER last year, this time, the only thing when I am in a dire sickness situation, the only thing that ever sounds good is a blizzard. Don't crave them any other time in my life. Love them. I will eat them if they are placed in front of me. But the only time that I'm like, someone get me a blizzard right now is when I'm very sick. Like when we're talking like you're getting over like a stomach flu or something and like you can't really stomach much, blizzard always helps me. And then when I was like coming out of vertigo, uh, Scott snuck a a blizzard into the ER and uh, the nurse was like, I'm not looking. And I was like, I have to eat this. You just have to let me. And I still don't understand why they don't allow food in the ER. Well, I don't know about food in the ER period. But normally it's because if you haven't received your like final diagnosis yet, they don't want you eating in case you're going to have to go into surgery. Uh, okay. And that is well, also that the, that's sense. also for Sorry, women nurse, in labor. Like why they fair. don't let you eat is because they're like, it, well, if sure. you need to go under it, because sure. then it like, right, it increases the likelihood that totally. you can aspirate, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair. Uh, I was almost done with being out of there, but yeah, it's so funny. But blizzards. Okay. So that's a ninja creamy is what it's called. Creamy. Ninja it creamy. literally is a like a blizzard maker. Like you have to, like, the stuff has to be frozen to start with, and you add the add the additions, and then it mixes it up, and you effectively end up with a blizzard. Mm. But people are, it's like really popular on the socials because you can use like frozen Greek yogurt or things that aren't mm. as 
high and you know if you are somebody who's worried about the contents of real ice cream or you can you know if you have allergens or like a dairy allergy or whatever and you can mix and match do whatever you want so it's like it really is it's like you're making blizzards you should look into it joy's googling it right now (laughs) no i'm responding to Lindsay because Lindsay said it's amazing but you do have to prep and i've set them out There's one right around the corner from my house. I'm out. I'm just kidding. But that does sound lovely. Um, Yeah, if you want to make like healthy ice cream. But uh, speaking of healthy, what? Oh, speaking of healthy, you were, what's the tangent you were going to go on earlier? Oh, um, when you are, oh shoot, we were talking about food. Does anyone remember? You didn't say it. We weren't, we were talking about Valentine's Day and ordering, something about ordering. Okay, yes, I remember now. Yep, I knew it had to do with food. Do you ever feel like, God, this just brings up last week, it was all about me feeling bad about not making their jobs hard. Now I feel judged if I order, like if we're just there for like appetizers instead of getting a big meal. And then I don't drink a lot these days. So we're not really ordering a lot of alcoholic beverages. I always feel this weird pang of like, oh, am I not ordering enough? Like I feel insecure if I don't go right, and like- your or- bill's going to come and it's going to be 40 bucks totally. and you sat there for an hour and a half. Why do I have such weird transferring of like issues onto wait staff and restaurants and establishments? Yeah, it's exactly. so weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, just I mean, I, I will say if my bill is less than 50, like I have gotten to the point where I feel like tipping in the US has gotten really out of control, where if you go somewhere and the minimum tip is 20%, that's supposed to be the maximum tip. And you, I feel old saying that, but to me, like a standard tip should be 15%. And especially if you're somewhere where like I'm tipping on you effectively like ringing me up. If I'm at a coffee shop and I'm buying a baked good that you did not make, a water bottle oh or you know, like a, a bottle of juice for my kids that is $7 and then a latte, I'm in my head thinking, okay, I'm tipping on the latte. I'm not tipping on this freaking $7 bottle. Right. Do you literally, oh my gosh, thank you. I, I feel like the tipping and I don't, there's that push pull of like, okay, everyone is really struggling right now. And you know, how much should we be tipping? Are we tipping enough? Are we tipping too much? But I feel like everywhere I go now is you have to tip for everything. Like you feel pressure, not pressure, but there's always like a tip jar. And then like the added tip at the end when you're doing the square payment. And I'm like, okay, I might, what am I tipping on? My friend in Arizona, they went to a concert a couple of years ago. And she's like, I got, she's like, I think I'm over tipping. I'm like, girl, yes, you are. Because she went and bought some merch. And at the end it was like, would you like to tip? But she's like, I automatically just pushed like a button to do a tip. And it ended up being like $30 because the merch was so expensive. Well, and, she, on it, yes. and she's like, why? Did, I'm like, why did you tip that person? They literally just pull a T-shirt. Right. And so she's like, why are we? I don't understand. But then at the same time, like if you work in that industry, maybe you're like, same, yeah. they're ca- Well, and it's because they're using the same like point of sale app as the bartender. And the bartender right. tips. And it's, yes. that's why. Like it's all just because it's all in the same system and it's set up. For so that everyone's using it. And so the bartender is on the screen that has like the drinks on it and the retail person is on the screen that has the t-shirts on it, but it all goes through the same checkout process. And I have to remind myself of that. If I'm somewhere like a farmer's market or something where I'm like, I am buying merchandise here. And maybe a farmer's market is a bad example because that person likely did make that. But 100%. If I'm buying something, if I go to a coffee shop and I'm like, or this happens all the time where I'll go to the coffee shop and I'm getting, I'll get a latte, but I'm also buying like a pound, like a bag of coffee as well. So that bag of coffee is $15. I'm taking that into account when I'm tipping. Like I'm tipping on the latte, not on this bag of coffee. I still want to make it clear. Like 
I'm tipping 20% on the latte, but I'm not tipping 20% on my whole order. I don't know. I like I've started thinking about that. Brandon, we ran into that with the dog daycare that we use because uh-huh, you can tip uh-huh. something where like we also at the time bought like fifty dollars worth of dog food. And then you tipped and then he tipped on the whole thing and I was like, okay, oh, I, this is like yeah, an honest yeah, mistake. Yeah, yeah. You just because now we just tipped thirty dollars on a thirty dollar day of dog daycare. <laughs> so anyway, getting off, we will get off the uh, the tipping bandwagon. This makes me feel like because like I want to tip people for the appropriate service and right. I just feel and like I it's getting honor, really out of hand. Yeah, I want to honor that like tips are part of their wages. Exactly. And exactly. I think about that and I want them to be appropriately compensated. And if I go to a place often, I'm always just going to tip the person. Like when you kind of develop a relationship with the barista or the place that you frequent, I'm always going to tip them more because I'm like, hey, or like there's a local coffee shop down the street that I know that, you know, they're competing with a larger Starbucks or whatever. And I always tip them more because I'm like, hey, they're a little indie coffee shop and they've been around a long time. And I really like what they, they're great, you know, but there's just just a weird, like anytime I go to buy something, I'm like, okay, am I supposed to tip for this? Like, it just feels like, and then I don't know, like, then we don't want to like take away from the people who really like, I don't want to say deserve, but the people who are really working hard for tips from the people who are like just handing you a bagel. So you're you're at a restaurant and you're seated and the waiter, you know, oh, that's another time where I really like thinking about my tip is if I'm doing a pickup order for takeout like this I put my order in through an app I'm not saying that the kitchen staff shouldn't get tipped out but you did not take my order nor did you bring it to my table versus like if I'm sitting down at a restaurant and going through a meal I'm tipping at least 20% especially if I'm with my kids my kids are fairly well behaved at restaurants but they're still kids and they're still gonna knock something over they're still gonna leave a bigger Mm -hmm. mess than we would have if it had just been the two adults right all right anyway we don't have to go through every scenario of like when to tip what but I'm glad to know I'm not the only one who's like do you tip on delivery orders then like I do when you're doing or when you're doing pickup not delivery because I think delivery is a service I do tip a little bit on pickup and it's because I know that I mean I guess I don't know but I'm assuming that all of the tips are like that the whole kitchen staff and everybody is getting tipped out and so yeah I don't want them I don't want to like short the entire like there yeah some people did that's usually what I yeah Right, exactly. That's no, just because how I it wasn't it the too. server or the cashier. But right. I, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I still will tip fifteen percent, but I'm not tipping like twenty plus percent as a default anymore. Right. Which I was yeah. definitely doing during COVID. During COVID, yeah. I was like, take all my money, you person who everybody has to just, here and get and like yeah, lines out the door. Exactly. And yeah, yeah, I'm gonna reel it back in. Mm-hmm. 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 So this past weekend was Evie's fifth birthday. <gasps> Yes, tell us all about the glitter bombs. Oh my gosh, she had so much fun. Speaking of tipping, we took her to the salon and she got hair tinsel. But first they cut, they trimmed her bangs. And I have just come to accept the fact that her bangs are never not going to look a little bit like a hot mess. It's just who she is. And I have taken her to, this was like a real salon. It was not the little girl salon. I've taken her to the little girl salon. Like she has been to two real salons and the little kid salon and no matter what, when we leave, they just look like a little DIY. And everyone's like, oh, did she cut her bangs again? I'm like, no, actually, I spent $30 on those. And Is it because she like moves around or what is it? No, Why she's is sitting it look- perfectly still. I think the reason is because she likes them really short. Girl loves a micro bang. But yeah. because of just the way her she has stick straight hair, not stick straight, but pretty straight hair, I'm not blow drying this girl's bangs ever, let alone every day. So think about like if you have – 
bangs that you're styling, you're sort of sectioning them. There's no sectioning going on for Evie Joan. It's just all of her hair is pushed forward and then cut into bangs. And so it's quite a lot of hair. And I think that's more what it is, is just that they're really thick. It's the volume of the hair. And so even if you cut them straight across, they're not going to look straight across at every angle no matter what you do. And so that's the thing. It's like if you're kind of looking up at her or she has her head turned and she's looking over at you and they're sort of brushed out to the side – it, they're just a little haphazard, which is okay because she's five. Yeah. It's kind of like a Ramona. Yes. Ramona the very, Pest type of. It's super cute. Like It's, it's like just, a little Amelie sort of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very French. She, she loves it. And the, the woman was so cute. She was like, I even asked her. She started trimming them and she was like, is this good? And Evie was like, um, do more. Like, make them shorter. And she kind of looked at me. I was like, give a girl what she wants. And she was wearing her light up unicorn dress. We were walking in and Evie was like, mommy, will you please turn my dress off? I'm feeling shy. I was like, oh, <gasps> So I turned the lights off on the um, dress. Where did you get it again? The the light up unicorn Amazon. dress. Yeah. Okay. Amazon. So it's great. How a, do you turn it on and off? It has a little battery pack. It's just okay. a tutu basically that has these yeah. LED lights sort of sewn into it. It has a little battery pack that's like in a little pouch on the waistband and it takes triple A's or whatever, right? So I turn off the little lights. But and so we walk in, but she's still wearing a rainbow tutu in this scenario, right? Like the dress is still on. We're there to get hair tinsel. Like she's she's not flying under the radar. Everyone else in there is like an adult. So everyone's staring at her and they're like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. I said, Evie, can I tell them it's your birthday? And she said, no, because then they're all gonna want to come to my birthday party and we don't have enough cake. And I was like, okay, I will I don't think that's gonna happen, but if you're worried about it, like I won't tell them. And so we do the bang trim and then the lady's like, okay, let's go in the back because that's where the hair tinsel is and you can you get to pick out the colors that you want. And we're walking back there and Evie is, now that she has like gotten to know this stylist, she's loving her because they're like joking about her bangs. She's so cute. This woman has like a little son. They're, she's just like chatting it up with Evie. We go in the back and now that we're like out of sight of everyone else, she goes, mommy, will you turn my dress on? It's a surprise. And I was like, okay. So I turned on and the stylist turns around and she's like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. You know, it totally oh, freaks out. so and cute. And Evie is just beaming. And then beaming. Evie just goes, yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> that is so cute. It was so cute. Oh my gosh. So she Does she her, love her? She loves her glitter? hair tinsel. She gets the hair tinsel. And then we went and got manicures and pedicures. And she got purple glitter and like her little bestie came with us. And so the two of them are in the pedicure chair, which like even for an adult, you know, you can really sink back into that. So the two of them are like completely melted into it, like basically laying down with their little legs sticking out for the pedicure. <laughs> It was so cute. And then we came back to our house and had my, like, Maxine and Harrison came over. Maxine is our former au pair who's now just sort of like a unofficial family member. And her husband came over. My dad and my mom came over. And my friend Heather came over. Hi, Heather. Which was super fun. Uh, Amanda, my friend Amanda was there who is Evie's bestie's mom and also one of my good friends. We had ice cream cake and Evie opened presents, and she got so much dress-up stuff. The girl literally got, like, 10 pairs of shoes, like, dress-up shoes. And does she have, like, this great collection that, like, never could have enough because she loves dress-up? Yes, she loves dress-up. And to her, it's just an extension of her wardrobe. It's not like, these are my clothes, these are my dress-up clothes. She just wears them. Right. She wears them So to school today, she has on a different, one bracelet on each hand, a necklace, her hair clips, and headband. And I got her some new shoes. And so she has like her little new little shoes on. She's just like a vision today. It's just, she just loves a look. I am so happy. That's amazing with the hair tinsel and like, as you should. 
just live yes and it and it was fine colorful like, life it was fun because it was really just her and one friend so it wasn't like a huge big blowout i was talking to her right. preschool teacher when i dropped her off and she's like how was the birthday party was it crazy and i was like actually it was just evie and alex because alex is in her class she was like oh that's not bad i'm like yeah we just took them and got manicures and and she was like man that's kind of nice to hear she said i used to live in salt lake city and these moms would do these birthday parties for their five-year-olds where like a limo would come and pick up like 20 girls and take them all to the salon she's like what are you gonna do for their sweet 16 like buy them a mansion i was like yeah how do you how did, how is that the bar at five? Like, no, you get one friend. We're going to go get a manicure and then you're going to come back to the house and eat some cake. And then she had a sleepover at Maxine's too, which they, and then they went like sledding. It was very cute. That's so great. Yeah. So happy birthday, Evie. Oh, a lot of people have birthday. been listening since before Evie was born. So hopefully you guys feel as like freaked out about the fact that she's five as I do. It's, it's wild. Five feels I like. I freak out more about the fact that Miles is eight. No, he's going to be. I know. He's like eight and a half. It's going to be nine like, this year. I feel freak out about that i'm like that freaks me out just time how it happens i know yeah it's wild and there's something about miles where i'm like you know what this yeah it feels like he's been alive for like eight and a half years i think because covid started when evie had just turned one it feels like you know her from when she was one until she was like three it was just a total time warp and so it really feels like wait a minute really she's it's already been five years huh yeah, it was like this very contained existence. Yeah, right. Well, and I think everybody just has that time warp from twenty twenty mm-hmm. to like twenty twenty two, where you're like, I'm sorry, yeah. what happened? Yeah, yeah. And I know for people, I know we have a lot of listeners who who had babies in twenty twenty, and they're like, Oh yeah, tell me about it. Like, what a t- crazy time warp. Um, speaking of people who've had babies, shout out to Laura Lagos, who shout out to Sassy. She had a two baby. So, so exciting. Cute. We love Laura. All right, let's take a quick break and talk about our sponsor this week, Act and Acre. Oh my gosh, Act and Acre is so wonderful. We have had them as a sponsor in the past few months and uh, guess what? They're back. We have some new products to share with you. I am really loving their stem cell system right now and particularly the stem cell serum and the 3% stem cell peptide treatment. So the serum is this just like wonderful cooling, I don't know how to call it, serum that you put onto your scalp and you massage on. You can use like their little gua sha comb. It is so wonderful and just like invigorating. What I really love though is the peptide treatment because it comes in what can only be described as a spritzer and you just spritz it on <gasps> your hair. The spritz is so great. And guys, this is hair care, but it's scalp care. So all of these products are designed to really get your scalp in shape. I always, 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 ever since we had Helen on the show, I think about your scalp is just an extension of your face. So we need to really pay attention to that. Wash your hair, clear all the crap off of your hair. Go back and listen to the episode with Helen. It was wonderful. These products have been so game changer for me. So that spritzer that they have on the stem cell treatment, when you put it on, you just feel, it feels very refreshing. And it's like a very light. It's invigorating. Yeah. So speaking of having babies, obviously Evie's five. It's been, I've had plenty of time to grow back out any postpartum hair loss that I had, which I had major postpartum hair loss and not all of it felt like it grew back. So I have particularly been focusing the peptide treatments, the stem cell treatments on kind of the areas like right in my temples where it felt like I lost a lot of hair during postpartum and it never really grew back to its full fullness. I know you guys can't see this from the podcast, but the people in the chat, you can see all like my little baby hairs growing in. I am growing in hair 
in places where I thought there was just never going to be hair again. And mm-hmm. it is 100% thanks to this act, these Action Acre products. Check them out. The serum, like we said, is a lightweight daily serum to support overall scalp health, creating a healthy environment for hair follicles, can be applied on wet or dry hair. And then the 3% stem cell peptide treatment is an intensive daily treatment formulated to fortify and optimize the hair follicle to increase the look and feel of hair density. And you apply it on wet hair. So I do the stem cell serum at night before I go to bed. It just is like a nice mm-hmm. little ritual to calm I love my that hair. too. I love that ritual. And I also love that you can put it on dry hair because yes. sometimes you're like, oh, if, I, if you need to do sometimes like an extra step before you like wash your hair, you're like, oh, I don't have the time. This just feels like, okay, I can do this. This is a doable I'm doing it at step night. in my routine. And it's not making my hair feel greasy. That's what no, I was worried about with these No, not products. at all. Is that I would be adding product onto my scalp, which would then don't even notice it. You don't notice it at all. And then I do the spritz peptide treatment when I get out of the shower in the morning, and I just kind of like massage it in a little bit. It's so wonderful. So check them out. Currently, they're running a promotion on site that gives customers forty percent off your first subscription order, which is a screaming deal. And honestly, guys, this stuff is not screaming deal. It's not as expensive as you would like. Every time I go to check out, I'm like, this is actually very in line with anything you would purchase that is a salon quality and it lasts product. too and it lasts you don't better. have to use a ton of it yeah little goes a long way head to actionacre.com a-c-t-a-n-d-a-c-r-e.com you can use code joy 20 on your first purchase or again check out their subscriptions and new new subscription customers can get 40 percent off your first subscription order thank you guys so much for supporting the brands that support our podcast we really love these products i'm never going back to another hair care brand so we Really recommend that you check them out. Okay, okay, okay. Let's, Let's check talk in about, about the Super Bowl or life. Bowl? What are we going to do? Let's do Super Bowl first. Okay. It was Super great. Bowl <laughs> it's been days now. Super Bowl Everyone's happened. It. We were talking well, about so the Grammys was... too. It's like, it's hard because yeah. this happens and then we talk about it right away, but it will be days before you hear this. And by now, yeah, and pop culture has already like done everything yeah. and said everything and it's been over and done with. But I just, you know, I love a pop culture moment. I, I was thinking about like, okay, wh- who won last year? And I always think about like a year before and how quickly we move on and forget and like who was even performing. It's just, it's wild. But um, for how big of, a, of an event these things are, I thought it was so much fun. I, of course, was like, okay, they're going to make a big deal about the Taylor thing and Travis Kelsey and all of that jazz. Scott and I had a bet that Scott was convinced that Travis was going to propose to Taylor. And I'm like, that is absolutely not going to happen. First of all, he, he's like, they they have such big egos. They would love the attention. I'm like, there's absolutely... Look, no offense if you got proposed to at a game on the Jumbotron. We're not talking about that. No offense if that was no, you. No, because but you're not Taylor, an A-list, the most right, A-list celebrity Taylor is not... That is out of her, like, league. That's not something that that Travis and Taylor are going to do because I know them personally. So, you know, like, I'm just thinking there's just no way that's going to happen. So we had a fun little bet about that. But Scott's like, they have such big egos. They would love to have that in front of everyone. I'm like, and Travis's teammates will probably kill him because he's, you know, stealing everyone's thunder. Let's not forget the moment where she, like, stole everyone's thunder at the Grammys and was like, and my new album's coming out. Um, okay, but also <laughs> speaking of stealing thunder, let's talk about Beyonce dropping new music <sighs> Literally in the middle of the Super Bowl from like the stands. If anyone can steal thunder, I would like for it to be Beyonce. So I 
Take the she thunder and run with it, Beyonce. She doesn't sit in the category of stealing thunder. Beyonce she has her can own weather system. She has her own She thunder. is her own planet. So she absolutely can create whatever weather system she would like. And I was so down for that drop. I was like, you absolutely can do this. Amazing. So yay, Beyonce. But uh, that was a fun little surprise, big surprise. Uh, what did you think of, a, of the halftime show? Okay, so as you guys know, I'm not a like sports watcher. We went over to my brother's house to watch the football game. I was mostly eating snacks the whole time. They had an amazing snack spread. So I was pretty far away from the TV during the halftime show, and they had kind of turned it down because ever, everyone else was there for the sports. So imagine trying to watch the halftime show without being able to hear it, really. It was very disorienting. <laughs> And so that was my experience. Like imagine being like maybe 20 feet away, just like shoving your face full of little meatballs and the halftime show is happening, but you can't hear it. Overall, I thought it was like, oh yeah, that was like a halftime show. I love Usher. Love the the like sort of slow burn strip he was doing throughout the show. Was very confused by the roller skates. They came out and I was like, did we not? Okay, that's fine. I just... I always think about people pitching those ideas. We're like, oh, yeah, and then we're going to put them on roller skates. And someone be like, yes, roller skates. I'm writing that down. My favorite comment was Jess texted us and she was like, did that guy know Usher was going to skate between his legs? It does not look like he knew. (laughs) (laughs) And then the cameo. I love Alicia Keys. I was glad she was like kind of the main cameo for like the. Because everyone was like, is it going to be Justin Bieber? Like, who's it going to be? I love Alicia Keys. Her look was great. I loved her sort of like boot in directly. And it makes me wonder, like, did she, are the boots connected? Did she just like step in the whole thing? I am, I am so curious about those boot bodysuits and how long that has to take to get on. And then also if you have to go to the bathroom, there's so many questions I have those big, okay, bo- I mean, Kim me, Kardashian wears a ton of them. It makes me think of like, was it Inspector Gadget who at the beginning gets like, no, you know who it is? I think it was like a Wallace and Gromit scene where they get, or is it, they, maybe this happens in a couple of different movies. I think, <laughs> or, and like in- um, Everyone's getting just sprayed on with bodysuits? No, no, no. In like the Emperor's New Group, oh. there's a couple scenes that I'm thinking of in kids shows where they mm-hmm. get basically like, like the overalls or whatever are being like held and they just get like dropped into it. And then they- Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what that, I know I imagine you put on a boot suit. Ooh, mm-hmm. a boot suit. A boot suit? <laughs> boot scoot. I imagine boogie. they just like suspend you above it, open it up, and then just like nook you into it. Mm-hmm. I hope that that's how they do it. Please. I really hope so please too. Please don't correct I, me. Please confirm not, or deny please Alicia don't Keys. Deny. Please, please only confirm. Yeah. yeah, she was wonderful. The whole piano with like the big flowing train coming off of it was beautiful. I did like the roller sk- skates. I feel like. I feel like one of his music videos, he was roller skating, but I'm also like, how did you become so great at roller skating? But then I'm like, well, it's Usher. He's good at everything. So that was wonderful. I did notice he wasn't singing a lot, but I'm also like, oh, I think he was, I think he was actually singing. I think I heard, I mean, most of the time they just, because of the sound, they don't sing live. Oh yeah. But it sounded like he was singing some live, which then because he's such a good dancer, you can't do that level of dancing and sing. And roller skating. And and roller skating. So I was like, let the track play, Usher. We're going to give you a pass on that because we know you can sing. You know, this is not, we're not questioning your abilities. When you've made it to the Super Bowl, you have nothing to prove. You have already proved everything. You are an artist that has set a bar very, very high. And, and so also, everyone is like just wanting you to perform. In many ways, I feel like the goal of the Super Bowl is to have a very non-controversial performance. Like you want it to right. be 
memorable, but right. you don't want it to be controversial. And if you think of like the enormous swath of people who watch the Super Bowl, there's nothing you can do that's like completely non-controversial. But all things considered, I felt like it really hit the mark of like, that was entertaining. It was like kind of memorable. Like, I don't know that I'll really, next year we'll be like, who did the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, it was Usher. Oh yeah, the roller skate thing. Yeah, okay, I kind of remember that. So it was like novel. There were some novel aspects of it that made it memorable. But it wasn't like, I'm, I don't know. I'm sure some people thought it was scandalous when he took his shirt off. But like, it's just Usher. I, I was like, it wasn't, please. Right. It wasn't. Everyone it was, rejoiced. I rejoiced at my house when he took his shirt off. I <laughs> saw a tweet that was like, sorry for the way our wives acted when Luda came on. I <laughs> Oh, that's so specific and correct. I lost my ever loving mind when Ludacris showed up. I was just like, <laughs> I can ask Scott. I was like, Luda. <laughs> it was so exciting. Really just like yeah, transported back ridiculous. to that. Yes. Really just transported back in, to that moment in the club. I was I was in the club. In the club. I was dropping it. I was doing some deep knee bends. I was like so totally. excited. I was grinding. I was grinding. Was, <laughs> this that, is before twerking, kids. It was before, this is before twerking. twerking was not invented. Yeah. We were still grinding no, for some we reason. We were still grinding and dropping it like it's hot. Yes. Yeah. We were getting low, low, oh. low. Even, especially in heels, there's nothing yes, more satisfying than dropping just, it when you're in It's so easy. It's just like your ankles are so neutral in that squat. It's so wonderful. Yeah. And for some reason, we were all wearing like peep toe heels to the club like we were going to a meeting. <laughs> so great. And peplum. So great. Yeah. I love that was all super the fun. content on Instagram. And that's like, why were millennials dressed in business casual going to the club? I'm like, that's a great question. Why was I wearing like a vest? Did you wear a vest? Like a, At the club? Yeah, like um, I'm thinking like no, like you're thinking of the story was yeah. I mean yes, a puffy vest, but like I have a puffy vest on. I had like a pinstripe vest and mini mini skirt set that I would wear. Um, like I'm thinking of clueless layers. Yes, like that. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. I mean, I wouldn't wear that to work today, but now I, you know, if I went out and that, people would be like, "What? Why are you dressed?" in office in like slutty office wear yeah it was like slutty office wear i don't know a lot of mini skirts a lot of like blazers for some reason it was a weird I, I feel like i don't remember that trend but maybe you it was are like... older enough than me that that would not have been your reality like okay. this is where it's like okay you because mm-hmm. you went to college what in like the kind of late 90s late 90s mid yeah. to late 90s i was in college in like the late like i started college in 2007 2006 uh-huh, so uh-huh. we were we were wearing the um bubble necklaces were big <gasps> huge the j crew bubble the, necklaces yeah with the j crew bright colored jeans we were wearing oh, yeah. toe oh, heels. Yeah. We were wearing peplum. Okay. Peplum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't... The vests are... I'm getting stuck on that. Okay. But I do have a question about your opinion or anyone's opinion in the chat. Scott was like, I wonder when Pearl Jam is going to do the halftime show. And I was like, I don't think they will. I think they missed the window. And I, they prob- well, I'm sure they offered it to them. They probably couldn't afford them. True. Although or I don't know who they're also... Super political, and they're like, we're not feeding into this. Like, they're very into social justice, political. So they would probably do something that would I piss mean, Bono off the did it. networks. Yeah, that's true. I don't Bono know. Got, I, yeah. But he was like, when you know, they have they're in the rock. They're gonna be. In, I think they're in the rock and roll rock and roll hall of fame already. They have reached a level of fandom, and they have to pick someone that's kind of like universally liked, I guess, or appreciated. But to me, I'm like, I don't know if. Mm, 
we were trying to have this conversation. We're like, I don't, they might do like a, like a feature in someone else's show. Like they might be a guest star in someone else's show, but I'm like, I, I don't know what there's just something about Pearl Jam. Like I love them. Don't get me wrong. And everything they stand for because they do amazing work, like social justice work. But I, I'm like, there's just, what is it about like the air of them that they wouldn't be the Super Bowl halftime show? But you, you're right. Maybe they've been offered many times and they've turned it down. I still think to this day, the best halftime show was Dr. Dre, Eminem, Missy Elliott, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar. Like that halftime show was so cool. <laughs> so cool. I also really still like the Katy Perry one with the shark. Oh my gosh. How could we forget the left shark? Oh, that was so (laughs) iconic. Yeah. That's one of those Mm -hmm. ones where you're like, this is not controversial, but it is very memorable for some reason. So memorable. Dancy shark. Oh, the shark was just, I love one. Katy Perry. I only remember the guy in the shark. No, just the shark became so popular. That's such a good point. Okay. Well, everything else about the Super Bowl was fun. The commercials were great. There were like a few that stood out. The Michael Sarah one for survey for the the face cream was hilarious. You will you please um like send me the links to the ones that you liked because I didn't sure. get to watch. I was again I was snacking. Sure, was you were snacking. The yeah, commercials. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Dunkings was great with the Dunkin' Donuts with Ben Affleck, J Lo. I mean that was so funny. I, I do kept- love when Tom Brady just like pops in for all of these commercials. That was really cute. And then they had a really funny mayonnaise one with Kate McKinnon. It oh, was so McKinnon. funny. I feel like it was I like I saw a, that one actually. Bef- like I've seen maybe like yeah, where the cat's like meow. It. Yeah, and she's like she he, the, she thinks the cat can say mayo, and so the cat's like meow. <laughs> so she starts traveling around with this cat that says mayo, but it's actually just meowing. Yeah. It was really cute. It was great. I couldn't again really hear the commercials, but I did enjoy it. Like I love looking over, and every single commercial is like a list celebrity, a list celebrity. Yeah, like, how do they get? Yeah. The fact, I mean, a Super Bowl commercial is $7 million for 30 seconds. And that's just the spot, let alone than the millions of dollars that go into actually making the commercial. Wild. And so when it's you wild. think about the fact that some of these brands, they're shooting their entire shot for the year on the Super Bowl commercial. And hopefully it pays out for them. But like there were some commercials like, what's that brand? Temu? 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 Timu, yeah. Timu. Timu. I ordered cat toys off of that website website once because it was so, so cheap. cheap. Right. But I'm like, their commercials But it does bad. scare me. <laughs> That's that, totally. That website scares me. It's like you feel like you're someone's going to steal your identity just because you visited the website. Just because you literally, yeah. And I literally, I went on that website once just to order these cat toys. And I was yeah. like, I'm never going. And the only time I, the only reason I ordered them, because like the total was $20. Totally. And I just remember being like, all right, if I, if something weird happens, I'm out if $20. I, if I, if and I also, scammed, yeah. And I, I also used a credit card where my um, security code changes every like few weeks. So people can't steal. Anyway, so that was like my but safety net, but that website really scares me. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, okay, I really hope, I don't know. This is, it's just interesting to see the different, how the different brands show up. Brianna said, Duncan must make a lot of money to have all the celebrities. I mean, Duncan does make a lot of money. Yeah. Think about how many Dunkin' Donuts there are. Are Dunkin' Donuts And it's always busy. There's one busy. that's, there's the, the things that drive me like to question. I don't, no judgment, but I'm always like, how are they always so busy? Chick-fil-A and Dunkin' Donuts uh, in my neighborhood is always full. And it just, I'm like, wow. I know, we've talked that about is, Chick-fil-A phenomenon. Yeah. Brianna right. says, there are four within a five mile radius of my house. Wow, you are in you lo- the You Duncan must live zone. on the East Coast. Yeah, also true. <laughs> there are fewer, slightly fewer and farther between in Denver. Well, we only have a few more minutes. Do you want to check in for a sec about the, how the year is going so far? Sure. How was your um, kind my of year resolution-y of growth? sort of 
Yeah, year of growth. It's good. I'm still journaling. I'm not doing it every single day, but I am using that app, which again, the journal app on the iPhone that is insanely hard to find. So if you can't find it, just DM me and I'll send you a picture of what it looks like. It is... I I feel like Apple released it and then they were like, never mind, it's we're still let, working no, on it. They did that. That They did that like when you were discovering it. But now the last iPhone update, we all woke up and had it on our home screen. Okay, cool. Great. Yeah. That's funny. We all woke up. was like, oh, a new app that Apple's forcing me to. My favorite thing is when they do new emojis. Whenever they do an update, I, I immediately scroll through to see what it has been. been but I do love emojis. a new emoji. It's really exciting, um, even though I end up using the same like three. But my journaling path has been great. Just thinking back on like Jay's change of command ceremony and that really pushed me into like a different headspace. But the journaling has been wonderful. I'm really just trying to kind of get in that space of like growing out of my comfort zone with things. And that's been just my mindset. Like I, there's really no updates other than I feel like I've been doing a lot better of reminding myself. I what I've, The trick I've been playing, I've been playing little mind games with myself is I wake up every day, not every day, every other day or so. And I'll be like, okay, it's almost like January 1st again. How did I feel on January 1st? I was like, when you kind of have the hope of a new year, I'm trying to kind of like keep that same energy going. So far, let's see, I did my 24 and 24 list. I have not bought any new clothes. I have been very tempted. I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago that I realized that I just like sort of mindlessly browse online shopping a lot. So I'm still doing that. And that has been fine. Like the browsing still is kind of like scratching the itch, but I have not ordered anything for myself. We'll see how it happens when the seasons change or if I like have to travel. Other ones I have made some progress on, meet five friends for a date who I haven't seen in over three months. So you and Jess count when we went to dumplings the other week. Read or listen to 15 books. I have already read or listened to seven. So almost you were just there. crushing I'm that books, one, which is great. Oh, one of my re- my resolutions is to try 50 new recipes, just like any context. And so then I have a separate list of the new recipes I've tried and I'm rating them. The best one so far has been burger smash tacos. If you are a family that likes tacos and burgers, go on Pinterest and just look up burger smash tacos. Or like, I think it's like Big Mac smash tacos or something. 10 out of 10. You take a little tortilla like a little flour tortilla, you smash the beef on top of it, the raw beef, and then you flip it over and grill it and kind of like keep smishing it down as you grill it. And the beef sticks to the tortilla. And then you flip it back over, put a piece of cheese on it, and then you like fold it in half. And now it's a taco burger. We have been crushing them. And I then I made a soup this weekend that didn't really turn out. And that was a bummer because you guys know how I feel about soup. It takes a lot for me to not like be interested in a soup. But I made mm-hmm. these chicken meatballs and the, like the texture was just, it didn't really work out. Mm-hmm. But you got all, you got the rest of the year. I got the rest of the year. The, we've also tried, let's see, in case these sound interesting to any of you guys beef ramen stir fry which literally just beef stir fry and you use ramen instead of rice ground beef curry with peas and potatoes obviously there's a theme we got to use up ground beef in this family do you still do the half cow yeah we got a we get a new half cow we got it in december so okay so you're like a lot of beef focusing on that yeah a lot of beef all right well we're trucking along with our 2024 hope everybody had a great time enjoying the super bowl if you watched it happy late valentine's day happy late valentine's day i'm gonna be in vegas this weekend seeing you two at the sphere oh right that'll be fun so i will be reporting live from bono's wow we're gonna get casa bonita and the sphere in one week it's a big week for us it's a big week for us (laughs) (laughs) i'm actually leaving my house yeah Um, don't forget to support our sponsor, Act and Acre. Go to actandacre.com and use code JOY20 on your order or check it out right now. They have a deal going for 40% off your first 
new subscription order. Thank you guys so much for supporting the brands that support our podcast. You can find us on Instagram at joyandclaire underscore. You can find us online at joyandclaire.com. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. Thank you so much for being here. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.